Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hello and welcome back to the Full of Words podcast. I'm CJ, the co-host of the podcast from Catherine James Creative Copywriting and I have Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy, who is my co-host. How are you, Sue? I'm very well, CJ. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And we're still going through the phase of reflecting on 2023, which is a natural thing to do at the end of the year and over that holiday time. And this has been our first year of the podcast and we've absolutely loved every minute of it. It's been so much fun. So we have curated a bunch of episodes to put together so that you can listen to this and if something feels interesting to you, you can follow up and listen to the podcast because sometimes, you know, you look through, not really sure exactly what that one's about. So we're going to recap them for you and we'll have the numbers of the episodes in the show notes. But today we're going to dive into spirituality as a theme. Now, we didn't curate these themes as we went, did we, Sue? No, no, they just happened to fall into our lap, so to speak. And I was only talking about this morning to someone that funny how you attract the people you're meant to attract. Because, I mean, even when I appear on podcasts as a guest, when I apply to be on there, they don't necessarily say it's all about spirituality. And then all of a sudden I'm on there and I'm like, oh, actually, this is perfect. It's exactly where I should be. And Mm. it's amazing. So more and more people are just, you know, living from that lovely place of love and kindness and everything. So it's beautiful. I love it. Mm. Yeah. And I agree. I mean, I remember I tell people this is a joke when we first started the podcast and we did the marketing-based ones and I think we did 10 and then, then I said something like, so are we going to do more episodes, are we? (laughs) because I thought we'd run out of things to say and I couldn't quite see the vision yet. But luckily you could, (laughs) So, So when you look at the numbers of these, they are very early on. There's 15, 16 and 17 all in a row of our episodes here. And we immediately started attracting people who were very spiritual and doing very different things, often with a backup of science, if you like. I'm doing the air quotes there. So I was thinking of one of them was a nurse and using her backup of knowing about nursing, do healing, and it's been psychologist, but then using the spiritual side of it. For me, it was really eye-opening and a really interesting time that kind of took me on a bit of a journey of self-discovery, I suppose. But being more open, I suddenly was having these intimate conversations with people who were very willing to talk about what they believed in. It had a really strong impact on me, a really positive one. I agree. I think open to all of that kind of stuff, but it was still lovely. And to be able to connect with more of these kind of people, I loved it. We still keep in contact with them, so which is lovely. Yeah. Well, you've got to follow everyone on the socials and then you see what they're doing. And both you and I have talked with a few of them outside of the podcast as well. So I think probably one of the first ones was The Power of Words with Abby White from Breath of Life. She was the intuitive healer, if I'm right. And I really loved that combination of understanding of physiology, of science, and combining that with intuition and the use of language. What she sort of talked about, that there's a lesson behind everything, and there is. If Hmm. we pause long enough 
to actually sit and listen, then we will get the answers and they will come and they do actually present themselves. I mean, I recently, as you know, I was, wow, got to a point where I was in starting to melt down and I went, it was going into huge overload and I went, wow, something's got to stop here. She took Abby's advice and I did. I sat and I paused and listened to what was going on, what needed to go, what needed to happen and how I would move forward from that. And I'll tell you what, it's been an absolutely amazing exercise to do. And I'm sort of so grateful that I did that. And it's like when we go, I mean, not that I've ever done this because I love food too much, but you know when people detox and they stop eating and... Yeah, (laughs) I've never understood it myself either. (laughs) No, it actually is an important thing for us to do, but so is having a pause and instead of that rush, rush, rush going all the time, just stop and pause for a minute and just really listen in to what's going Mm, on. Yeah, and I think the more that we do that, in smaller doses, the less we get to a point where it's essential to do it in large doses. And we're talking burnout and things like that. Thinking back on it, that was the first time for me that I sort of really thought, well, these two, spirituality and science, don't need to be separated. It doesn't need to be you believe in one or the other. Mm. You can use the information from both to get the best knowledge from everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Moving on from there, we had a couple that were about using language in exercise and movement and those sorts of things. So she was the dancer who had had a life-altering injury. Yes. I remember she said somebody told her she wouldn't walk or she wouldn't. They said that she would probably never walk again. Thank goodness she had the attitude, like strong attitude like us is like, I'm here to prove you wrong. I am going to walk again. And thankfully she did. And she actually turned that opportunity and used it and turned her life completely around. And she now teaches exercise and uses it as medicine. So absolutely amazing. She's a really great success story. She was very young when that happened. Wasn't she in her 20s or something when she first? That's a really vulnerable age if a doctor or somebody says you'll never walk again. But there are people out there who would believe that and who would take that on. Exactly. Um, They would be like, oh, okay, well, that's now my life, my lot in life. Well, no, it doesn't have to be. I mean, unless it's something where nothing could possibly reverse it, but in most instances, it is your mind. Your mind is so powerful. You can convince your body that, yes, you can walk. That comes down to the power of the language, doesn't it? And I don't believe anyone in that situation is going to go, oh, well, I can walk and just up you go and off you go. It's incremental. It's the belief that I can try and I can do this today and I can achieve this today. And so setting yourself those small steps and saying to yourself, well, if I want to change this right now and I can do this and that's what I'm going to work on so it's not so overwhelming. Exactly. But it is. It's the thoughts that are in your mind, the words really, but they're just inside our heads. Yeah, full of words in there. And we've got to make sure that those ones in here are very positive and not negative. And the language, remember, we've talked about that. If you keep Mm. saying can't, then you won't. That leads into the meditation aspect. We spoke to Lisa, who talked about meditation, and she teaches people how to meditate now and teaches people how to teach meditation. The main thing I remember about talking to her was her voice was so soothing. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And then we had a guest on recently actually works for Lisa, so small world. And she did also, Lucinda has the same 
I noticed. Um, I do it when the podcast comes on. I put on my podcast voice. She had the same. She went into her, I think, meditation voice and it was very soothing and slow and I was like, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> I know. I was very calm throughout all that. It was lovely. <laughs> and I don't I don't know if you can hear. Probably can't because Zoom is very good, but my neighbour seems to be having a, a gutter pulled down or something. There's all sorts of drilling and banging going on out there. So I can't hear it. I could do with some meditation right now. Well, I'll have to give Lisa. Let's give them a call. <laughs> that was later in our year. So we'd sort of had this, as I said, 15, 16, 17. We had Abby, Anna Marie and Simone all one after the other. I remember my mind being quite blown by all of that. So the meditation was later, but in between that we had Gabrielle and she made quite an impact on both of us, didn't she? Yes, she did. But just before we go on to Gabrielle, I just wanted to mention with Lisa, what I got out of her as well was the fact that meditation, most people think it's that you've just got to sit with your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It, you can meditate in all kinds of ways. Like yesterday morning I actually got up quite early and went, I'm wide awake, I might as well get up, and then I went, you know what, I might go for a walk. And that was at 6.30 in the morning and it was just beautiful to be able to walk around and just be out there. So that was a form of meditation. So you can do it when you're dancing, writing, drawing, whatever it is. So there's different ways of meditation. And I thought that was great that she sort of brought that to the forefront because I don't think a lot of people realise. And there's a real sort of odd competitiveness around meditation, I think, which is like if I don't reach nirvana, (laughs) then I haven't done it right. I agree. Meditation can just be stopping and sitting and noticing what's around you. Now, I don't know if it actually the idea came from Lisa or where I read it, suggesting going for a walk and noticing smells in the air. So walk around your neighborhood and really pay attention to the flowers and where the smells are coming from rather than just walking through it and ignoring it or racing to get your exercise. Yeah, activate all your senses. Really important. And we can't always do that, but even just for five minutes a day, I think the benefits would be amazing doing that rather than rushing around. Exactly. I mean, I'm grateful and fortunate. I mean, I look out there at my window and there's all those beautiful trees and just me working and sometimes I look up from the computer and I look at that and I I just feel so calm once I look at that. Okay, I'm going back to work now. It just puts me into that right calming mindset. It's great. Well, didn't we also, this is a bit going off topic, as we love to do, recently spoke to, now his name just escapes me, but he held, was it called nature bath, nature bathing or? Oh, forest bathing, Kevin. Forest bathing, yeah, Kevin. I thought even just that idea sounds amazing. And he spoke about how people went in to the forest with a sort of a, their boundaries up and maybe not talking to each other, but emerged completely unified by the experience that they'd had. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I think mainly in Thailand and places like that. That's part of why people go on holidays, isn't it? To immerse themselves in these beautiful destinations. But you don't have to pay somebody to do that. You can just find a little bit of, like you say, some trees. I'm lucky I live near the beach. I can go and look at the great expanse of the ocean out there and just feel calm doing that. Awesome. Okay, I suppose we better go back to Gabriel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I jumped ahead then. <laughs> no, that's right. No, it was me. I just wanted to add that little bit about Lisa. That's all yeah. good. So Gabrielle, she runs a podcast with her sister called The Spiritual Sisters, and she was a, now was it a spiritual medium? And so she, I guess she pushed the boundaries for me. <laughs> because she offered us a reading, didn't she? 
Yeah, because previously as well, here comes Molly to say hello, listening to the previous guests where they've been talking about the use of science, but Gabrielle came to us literally as I read your energy and I, I read messages and I give you advice as I hear it from the universe. And so I was a bit like, Ooh. <laughs> no way, yes, please. <laughs> oh, it was good. I really enjoyed the reading, yeah. She got me to record it. I don't know if she did for you. She record. yeah, she said to me, do you want to record this? And I've been thinking lately I might go back and have another look because it was only a short time, but there was a lot that we covered and I really enjoyed that. She has a little process and it's got the candle and everything. It does it all via Zoom because obviously she's overseas from us. But, yeah, I found even the language that she used while doing the reading was really, like at the end, she ends, she puts a limit on the session so and puts out the candle. And even just that language I really enjoyed as well. She's awesome. And she actually sees everything through her third eye. All right. Which is really amazing. And she sees through her th- things from her third eye from a predictive standpoint. Sometimes it's just also the energy within that person that she's doing the energy on that where all the information comes through. So for first-timers, because there are first-timers, what mm. she sees may not make sense to them. So that's why it's really important for her to convey the messages that she gets into words and language that the person can understand. Mm. So they can actually then understand and then integrate what she has seen that has come up for her. And I remember now it's coming back to me that she asked us to provide two questions, I think, that we wanted assistance around and they weren't just yes or no answers like will I be rich (laughs) but more areas that we felt we could use some guidance and advice in you've just yeah reminded me I need to I've seen it and I'm like must listen to that just see I do remember that she said it was all going to happen next year so yeah (laughs) bring on 2024 I say We'll come back and do an update if we can say, right, what were Gabrielle's uh, predictions and were they correct? That's right. <laughs> I think she's right. A few other people have said it too, so yeah, can't all be wrong. That, I guess, wraps up. We've raced through that, I think. No, no we still we've... have Anna Marie Green. Oh, sorry. I think I brushed over her. Anna Marie, yes. Car- she was 17, yes. Yes, episode 17. She's the one that... Uh, you can have love and connection outside of the box, but many people think and, and believe that they just fit into this one little box. They have to live in that box and they can't move or budge any, not even an inch outside of that box. So she explained how it's so much better getting outside of the box and living from that place. And mm. I totally agree because if you sort of got the blinkers on and you're just stuck here, you're not going to enjoy what life has to offer. That was related to limitations either placed on yourself or limitations that you've learned. Other people have said, you're no good at this. Or you might say to yourself, I can't play darts or whatever it might be. I can't underwater basket weave. (laughs) What is it, mosaicing? Mosaicing. (laughs) I've just thought we should have a competition or like a link and that should be the password to get in, (laughs) mosaicing. No one would be able to sign in. They probably wouldn't be able to spell it. (laughs) We need a high-quality bunch of uh, people. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so I do remember her saying it was a kind of a whatever you say you can do or can't do, you're right. So that's a really important lesson to learn, I think, across life. Yes. Limiting beliefs are not good for you. You know, every time one comes up, you need to say, well, hang on a minute. If you say, for example, use the I can't, 
But turn it around and say, but what if I could? What would that look like? How would I feel? That great question of if you knew you couldn't fail, Mm. what would you do? And so I think sometimes when we say I can't do that, well, yeah, you've got to unpack what it is that's stopping you. Is it embarrassment or you think you're too old or you think you physically can't or you're afraid of having fun or, you know, there's all sorts of reasons why we tell ourselves we can't do things. I keep saying to myself, you're crazy. Why are you starting to really ramp up your business now when you should be thinking of retirement? (laughs) What am I going to do? Why wouldn't I? And age doesn't matter. I mean, there's sometimes the energy is a bit like, yeah, you know, I might need a nana nap now, but it's okay, have one. Love nana naps. Yeah, that's why I'm my own boss because you can have a nap and say you're in a meeting. Exactly. (laughs) None the wiser. It's great. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, well, again, that's just a suggestion, isn't it? It's an idea of a retirement age and somebody has made that limit and, and they've made that because it's financial. The government has given us a retirement age, but that doesn't mean it's great that it means it's available, but it doesn't mean that you have to. It's, yeah, you're not crazy. If you're loving what you're doing, then carry on, keep being productive and engaged. I mean, if it's something like physical that your job's very physical, then you do get to a certain age where maybe it's a bit more difficult. Of course, yeah. But it doesn't mean that you still can't carry on or choose something that's, yeah, more mental and less physical. Yeah, there's always ways around it. So Yeah. And I think the important thing from all of these conversations is the language. That's what we always come back to, isn't it? And that's what I loved about these episodes that we very quickly went from, it must be odd when people come across the podcast and they go, oh, it's like a business and marketing podcast. And then it just went (laughs) way out into left field as we just sort of took the path that it was people who were interested in talking to us led us down this path but the thing is it's actually brilliant it does come back to business though because a lot of the especially the ones we spoke about today most of the pretty much all of them talk about being in the present moment Mm. and that is where the magic is and that is what's very important not just in business life but in personal life so I think it's very not think I know it's very important and we all Mm. should live that way because that's where the magic all happens It's so true. And yet we all spend our day planning, oh, got to go to the shops. So pick up, what shall I have for dinner so I can do this? And uh, particularly this time of the year and my daughter's graduating primary school and there's just event after event and shared lunches and masses and all these things. And I keep having to think and juggle, oh, I've got to do that, got to do that. So I am constantly in the future. It might only be a couple of days, but then you're missing what's happening around you. I know. You're right. It's so important. And that's where I guess meditation, stopping for that moment to have a look and look at the sky. And we have a street near us, which has got a lot of jacaranda trees on it and the purple blooms. They're so beautiful this time of year. Every time I drive down, I drive a little bit slowly and just look, it looks like purple snow everywhere. It's just gorgeous. So that's my little mini meditation. We've got quite a few jacaranda trees on the property and I didn't realise until one, it was only a couple of years ago when we had heaps of rain mm-hmm. and because, I mean, I don't go around and water all the trees and the ones just in, on the part that we live on but then outside of that is where all the animals are, as in the cows and sheep and that. But when we had that rain, I went was remember walking around and I went, 
Oh my goodness. I didn't realize that was a jacaranda tree. Oh, well, sur- we are surrounded with all these beautiful jacaranda trees. It was just gorgeous, as you say, oh. to see all that purple. Oh. They are stunning, aren't they? They look like the tree's been highlighted, like with a bright purple. And I think in Adelaide, yeah, we had a torrential downpour a couple of weeks ago. And I think the all these trees have just gone, oh, yeah. So I can totally understand meditation and getting getting back to nature. Probably nature is less full of words than the rest of the world is, isn't it? You know? I tend to disagree there because if you stop and actually listen. Are you going to tell me the trees are talking to us, Sue? (laughs) They are. I know that sounds very (laughs) woo-woo. But if you actually stop and, like, appreciate them and listen to them, I mean, they're they're a living thing as well. But just like us, they're a part of us. Like we're all connected. And it is interesting, isn't it? We do take them for granted. But then when you see, say, pictures of, is it the sequoia trees in America? And they're, you know, massive. They've been standing for centuries. And you just think, oh, my God, you know, what have they seen? And they've been here for so long. And so we get a bit of a reverence around them when they have been around that long. They're a part of us and the world. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) yeah okay we're straight off track again (laughs) but this is the right episode to do it in isn't it that's right exactly (laughs) this is is your sign that it is okay to be woo today we have given you the woo woo sign yeah we've given you permission that it's just okay it's definitely okay okay. yeah (laughs) all right well i think that's covered in a sort of a roundabout way speaking about spirituality today And as we said before, the episode that we have talked about in a roundabout fashion will be listed in the show notes. So you can go and look them up and then listen to them individually. They really are very good. All of them are really very interesting to listen to. I would recommend them highly. Every single episode we've done so far. Well, that's right. All right. Well, thank you, Sue, for chatting again. It's been lovely to chat to you. Listeners, I hope you're enjoying a break and enjoying some reflection on 2023 and planning 2024 and just enjoying the moment. (laughs) And we will chat to you again next week. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.